Hola, hola everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Interludes of Serenity's podcast. Oh gosh, the weeks fly by. You know, during my meditational time and the entire week thinking and planning, what am I going to come through and share with you all this week? And I have to say, I was hitting like a brick wall. The mind was blank. And I just didn't know where to go with it. And so today, as I sat here pondering, I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to come just as me, Maddie. And just share, right? Just share, as I stated in my very first episode, that I was going to talk about my experiences as I rediscovered myself. So we become moms and we just dive into this new role. And somehow, somewhere, we begin to fade. And obviously, you all know that I'm not talking about our physical existence, but our passions, the things that we like or we tend to just push it aside and make the kids and our husband and our obligations number one. And so this week I joined two uh, coaching sessions, two different groups, different mentors. And as we dived into conversation, I realized that one of my biggest fears is knowledge. And I don't mean obtaining knowledge, I mean the lack and the belief that I myself don't have enough knowledge to come out and be a support guide to you, to teach others the things that I have learned in the past years of life or in the most recent experience of becoming a health coach, a nutrition health coach. And how that has taught me to integrate everything that happens in my life, everything that makes up Maddie. Put it together, analyze it, and see where my pains come from. And so, during the call, now this was Monday, and we were discussing limiting beliefs. Now, for many, that could be um, thinking that they're not beautiful enough or that the products that they create with their beautiful hands to sell for someone else are not good enough, that the material isn't good enough, that nobody's going to want it, that someone else is not going to pay that amount of money. Or, hey, We're trying to rediscover ourselves, yet we are a mom and we're not doing a good job because our parents would say, no, you're supposed to just focus on being a mom because your kids need you. They do, my loves. They do. But they need us from a full place within us. And so as I kept on thinking this entire week, I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to come out 
as honest as I can be. So here goes. After you have been a mother for a couple of hours, this beautiful gift that God has given you becomes your everything. And sometimes even our husbands fall to the side. And we begin to dive in into everything that is going to be good and great for this little human being that we have now. And through that transition, we have moments of depression, scared, sad, happy, angry, depleted, tired. You name it, we go through it. And that's okay. It's part of motherhood, right? Especially at the beginning when we don't know exactly what we're doing. And if we have more than one child and we've done it a few times and we still don't know what we're doing because this is a different person, right? So we then go through all these little stages, excuse me, and we don't realize that through each stage, something else happens to us. We lose a little more. We gain a lot more love and a lot more knowledge in what is being a mother and running household. And if you work outside of your home, being a career woman, if you're a stay-at-home mom, you gain more knowledge on how to making that home flow nice and easy. But yet, where are we exactly? Where is our health? What do we put on our plates to nutrition our bodies? What do we feed our mind to clear it and maintain it in a calm, peaceful manner? And how do we nourish our spirit? Do we read the Word of God? Do we read motivational books, things that inspire us? Sometimes we like to say we don't have the time. And as I discussed in our last episode, time comes with planning. It's that little balancing act that we do, right? So what I discovered about myself this week was that I had fear. Fear that I wasn't wise enough or had the wisdom enough to reach out to you ladies and be your guide and let you see yourself through me. And so going back to these little stages of motherhood, I remember being a 21-year-old and having this precious baby and no clue towards what I was supposed to do next. Thankfully, I had mom. But now I was trying to fill bigger shoes. I was trying to do things where mom would say, you're doing a good job. And I was 21. At 21, we don't know much about ourselves, right? And quickly that shifted into, okay, I have to provide for this baby. Because I'm a single parent and she means the world to me. So 
I went into working full-time. I tried to go to school, but shortly after that I had to give it up. And I worked long hours, so by the time I got home, my baby was asleep. When I left in the morning, she was asleep. The time I spent with her were weekends. And that happened for a few years. Eventually, I broke away from the abusive relationship. And my daughter and I took another turn. Where now we were closer. Because it was almost like I had to protect her a little more. And I had to study myself a little more because now I was everything she was seeing. And so I did. I began to read inspirational books. Um, one that comes to mind, One Day My Soul Opened Up by Yala Vincent, which I think I've also mentioned in one of our episodes here. And that helped me. That helped me to understand that I needed to do the work within me in order to be the best for her. And in order to forgive that person or those people that had hurt me up to that point. And so I did that. And it got easier. And my mind got clearer. Clearer in the sense that I was beginning to understand that everything that happened around me I somehow played a part as well. That the good or the bad, the challenges, I somehow brought something to that table. And so I started to learn that I had to always keep that in mind. Who was I and what was I bringing to my own table and to someone else's? That when I served or when I offered, what was I giving? Eventually, I met my husband, and I want to say maybe two years later, we moved to Florida. By then, my baby girl was eight, and now I was definitely big mama bear, just all over her. Because I didn't have anyone there. It was just me, myself, and I, my little girl. And so that taught me another lesson, that as mothers, we're able to make changes or shift a situation or take a leap of faith really quickly when we're just focusing on our kids. And once again, we're left towards the back. And years went by and in my soul, I could feel myself You want more, you want more. But I can't go for more because I have my daughter and I don't have the time. I work long hours and I can't take more away from her. I then had my son and life got busier and harder and that time for self was non-existent. And dare I even think about what I wanted and when I did I don't even think I knew what I wanted 
Sometimes I used to say, I just want to be a teacher. I would have loved to have been a teacher to finish where I started my first degree that I set out to conquer, which by the way, I never finished. And so three years into my son's life, we moved again. And here we were in another new city, once again, with no one around. And my daughter was going through her teenage challenges. So my mission was to help her feel loved, to get her through high school, and to get her to that point where she was a young woman loving herself as much as I loved her, and that she could eventually see what I was seeing. Eventually she did finish high school, and we did move from the initial apartment that we moved into because, well, we had to make a quick transition, a quick move, so we moved into an apartment and a few years later, we moved into our home. And that was another challenge because here I was in this huge home with so many more responsibilities now and my husband was still traveling afar. And again, my wants, my desires, whatever go to work come home take care of the kids take care of the home be a good wife a good sister daughter you guys know what I'm talking about until maybe a year after living in our home I looked around and thought to myself I'm not super happy with where I'm at, with who I am, with what I'm teaching my kids. That I am here encouraging them to fight for their dreams, to go for their goals, to do what they want. Yet, I'm just doing. I'm just doing to provide. And I'm not saying, my loves, that, that that's something wrong. I'm not saying that life doesn't take us there sometimes. But what I am deeply saying is to please don't give up on your dreams, on your wants, on what that intuition inside of you says that at some point you wanted to do and you didn't. Or that now that you're a mom and fully experienced in motherhood, you know you wanna do. And that you watch your kids and you know you wanna give them more and you wanna teach them more because you wanna be their leader, their guide. So here I was starting to look at myself once again and say, you know what? If there's any better time to do this is now. Because by then I knew that my son was the last of the Mohicans. I was done. There was going to be no more from me. And he was seven. So he was a little ready to understand what mommy needed. A timer worked. A little entertaining here and there and I went for my workouts my workouts led me to be more mindful of what I was eating which then started transforming my insides because my health was taking a turn it was it was feeling great I had more energy I was smiling more I was ready to go out and play soccer with my son all the time 
So from my fitness, 30 minutes a day, to then paying attention and taking ownership of what I was putting on my plate. My plate, not my family's, mine. And I'm not going to say that's super easy for you to have two different meals. But there are ways, my loves, that we can work it towards our advantage, for better lack of, for lack of a better term. Um, so there are things that we can definitely plan in our meals that you don't have to go super crazy and trying to work that in. So those two things started to make me feel like I was now paying attention to me. Almost like I was waking up. My body was starting to change. And I was starting to see the difference physically in the mirror. I could see what was happening. And everyone around me was like, wow, Maddie, what a transformation. Now you ladies know that when we hear those words. Mm. And when we can get into those jeans, Lord, even better. But the next thing that happened was that I became hungry for knowledge. I became hungry for those moments that I would give myself to meditate or to just have some personal growth time. And I started implementing little things here and there listening to videos, um, talking to others about, you know, their fitness or what they would like to eat or things that they would like to change and sharing my experiences with them. And my conversations became all about growth. And so that went on for years. And then I got to this place where I said to my husband one evening, I want more. I feel like I'm still not living the purpose that God has for me. And I want to leave my kids with the memory of mom always went for what she wanted, never left us aside, never dropped the ball on us, but always went for her dreams, her goals, her wants. So I became an integrative nutrition health coach. Like I've said before, that path wasn't easy. And today I find myself once again, once again, leveling up onto another level where now I am trying to figure out what is Maddie going to serve her clients? That woman that's out there that has gone through many traumas, challenges in her life, that perhaps she still hasn't overcome them. That somewhere inside of her, they're still there, that they still play tricks in her mind. That she beats up on herself because of how she may look or that she's having all these health conditions and she doesn't know exactly when and how to work on them. And that her soul feels empty. 
So as I sat there in those conversations and I listened to all these beautiful women talk about their limiting beliefs and mine kept on playing in my mind, I decided no more. I'm going to be that big mama bear that I always tell my kids that I am. And I'm going to begin to share with my tribe of beautiful mothers out there that are in that path. They're standing there saying, I want more and I want to find me and I want to rediscover me. I'm going to reach out to these women and I'm going to be your guide. Because as I find me, I will learn techniques. I will learn ways. I will break barriers that I can then come and share and work with you through yours. So my loves, I'm going to leave you today with that. That whatever your limiting beliefs are of yourself, write them down. See if they make any kind of sense. Because remember, the things that we think of are just thoughts. No one said they are reality. They're thoughts, they're things that pop into our head. Perhaps from something that's been inside of us that we haven't, you know, that we haven't worked out, that we haven't healed from, or the surroundings, or people around us. They're simply thoughts, they're not your reality. You decide what your reality is going to be. You decide what your life is going to be. So today I make that commitment to you guys that I decide to no longer limit myself. That I don't have knowledge enough to come and be your mama bear. To be your guide in your journey while you write your story, your amazing, beautiful story. That together we'll learn from each other how to be better mothers, better wives, uniquely and authentically you. So, once again, I'm going to leave you with that. Write down these limiting beliefs and challenge yourself to prove to yourself that they're just a thought. And as I leave you today, remember to think about what you're bringing to your table. And if it is not worth it, kiss it goodbye. Till next week, my loves. Have an awesome, blessed week. Ciao.